Daryl. Yes. There? Yes. It is me, April Lotshaw, your co-host on the You're Such a Sex in the City podcast. Yes. I feel like you're also an integral part for uh, this podcast as well, even though you are taking it over. So I'm not I, talking about that. I'm talking about the other things of, you know, doing pitch please and shit like that. Oh, hell yeah. No, we've worked something out. So I would like this is the end of us recording yes. this episode of This Comic's Life. Yes. And this will be the very first thing that is played in the episode. Mm-hmm. Knowing what you know now, what would you say to yourself in the past to expect from this episode of This Comic's Life. I would say it was a... This has been a long time in the making. This has definitely taken a lot of time. Too much time, in fact. I agree. I wouldn't take it back, though. Definitely enjoyed the time spent, but also felt like I could have been doing something better with my life. Well, that's hurtful. (laughs) I mean, we could have been recording more Sex in the City episodes. You know, we could be... More uh, hurtful. That's more hurtful. <laughs> would you warn yourself of anything? I would, or would you just let it happen? No, I would let it happen still. I still enjoy all the things that you bring to my life, good or bad. It's still like, well, at least it was from April. So I'm glad that she was the one that stabbed me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I wouldn't want it to be some stranger. I would want to be able to be like, oh, it was april that finally killed me right i probably should have said let's not book a guest this week (laughs) let's begin How are you feeling? Feeling good. Feeling good? Yeah. That's good. That's good. What's your name? My name is Daryl Williams. Say your name. Mm, Daryl Williams. Say your name. Daryl Williams. Say one more time, just to make sure you know who you are. Daryl Williams! That's good. A sense of humor about these things is good. Yeah. You don't mind that... You're aware we're recording this session. Yeah, we are. What? <laughs> what? The podcast, right? You're session? Aware podcast? You can call it whatever you want to. Okay, I will call it. That we're recording this. Yes, I'm aware we're recording this, and I'm aware I'm calling it a podcast. Okay, I'm glad. Okay. I'm glad you're aware. Daryl. Yeah? Today, I've actually come very prepared. Mm-hmm. Today, you have your choice of drink, I actually brought a few to choose between to oh, loosen, cool. you know, make the atmosphere a little Hell bit. Yeah. Okay, so drinks we have to choose between. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and just show you that I did bring as little bit of a a treat yeah. for you. Whoa! But some absinthe. What? Which we're going to be drinking. <laughs> oh, well, you smokes. And you have your choice of mixer. Would you like to hear your mixers? Sure. Your options? Sure. It's going to be unsweet. Oh, ask your question. Can I tell you I've never drank absinthe? 
well, this will be a new experience for you. Yeah, me. this is going to be crazy. Okay, exactly. let's go. So, you have your choice of mixers. We have room temperature unsweetened tea. Mm-hmm. We have flat Sprite soda. Mm-hmm. This is also room temperature. Yeah. And tap water. Oh, okay. Do you know what temperature that one's at? Room temperature? Nah, it's gonna be boiling hot. Okay. <laughs> it's your your choice of those three. Um well what would you suggest? What do you think is the best mixer? I mean, I think I'm going towards Sprite. Flat room temperature sprite. Yeah, just because that has more maybe like some flavor that's gonna cut the 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 absinthe. But I mean, maybe I don't want to cut the absinthe. I want to just taste it mostly. So maybe I'll go with the iced tea because that's kind of not as you know flavorful. I mean, it still has tea flavor. The least flavorful would be boiling hot tap water. That's true. Okay, let's just do the boiling hot tap water then. Okay, sounds good. Okay, one moment. We're going to make these drinks. Okay. So, shall we have a little cheers with our absinthe and hot tap water? Yes. Cheers to the day. Oh. How are you feeling? It tastes like a... You know, like those good and plenties, those uh, that licorice candy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it tastes like, but a very like warm one. Where like if you found it on like your car dashboard, like in the summertime, that's what it tastes like. <laughs> like that- if I saw that, like, and it'd been sitting there for like two days, and I'd been like, "Should I eat that?" I, and then I just do, and then I completely regret that mode or that move right afterwards. But at least this gets you drunk, right? So that's better than the good and plenty. Do you often drink in your car, Daryl? No. I eat stale candy from the dashboard. (laughs) But it reminds you of drinking. Yes. This definitely tastes just like that. I feel like this wasn't the best way to imbibe the the absinthe. It's the way that you chose. I should have chosen the Sprite. That's what I should have chosen. (laughs) We're going to go ahead and we're just going to get started with this okay i know that usually on these sessions Mm -hmm. as you call them podcasts yes you like to end with questions yes but i am leading the way today i'm running the show Mm -hmm. one might even say hosting it yes turning things on their head yeah because we agreed that'd be good for you (laughs) yeah i i definitely need to take this take uh the reins and hand them over to somebody else for just an episode just to say like hey you know i don't always have to host i can be a guest too i'm glad you feel that way and why not like have you know my bestest friend slash other co-host host the uh episode this week that's good that's a good attitude to go in with point being though i'm gonna go ahead i don't know why i'm drinking more of this i think you do Ugh. If you finish it, you can choose a different mixer. <laughs> I want to choose one now. <laughs> it also makes your like lips kind of tingly. You get that too? Are you getting that? I, I personally am not, but oh. I believe that you're feeling it. Maybe I'm having a stroke. <laughs> I don't know. Are you? 
I hope not. I hope it's just the absinthe. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead though and start off this upside down episode. Mm-hmm. Shall we call it? Yeah. By a- I'm gonna start by asking you some questions. Okay. There are gonna be some rules to these questions, though. Okay. Just answer them. Whatever comes into your head first. Okay. I'm going to need you to not hesitate and to not blink. Got it. <laughs> and at any time you hesitate or blink, we will start over again. Okay. The beginning. How are you feeling? You ready? Yes. I'm, yes. Can I blink once or twice before we start? Yes. Okay. Got it. Okay. Let's go. Say your name. Daryl Williams. Say your name. Daryl Williams. Say your name. Daryl Williams. Say it one more time for good measure. Make sure you know who you are. Daryl Williams! Do your past failures bother you? Yes. If a girlfriend wanted you to get rid of Kitty, would you? No. Is your life a struggle? Yes. Do you like to be told what to do? Sometimes. What times? In the morning. Also, while I'm having sex. If you were a type of hat, what type would you be? A bowler or probably... The hat that Homer wears when he's infraction. You blinked. We're starting over okay, again. Sorry. Sorry. Say your name. Daryl Williams. Say your name. Daryl Williams. Say your name. Daryl Williams. Do your past failures bother you? Yes. Do your past failures bother you? Yes. Do your past failures bother you? No. If a girlfriend wanted you to get rid of Kitty, would you? Hell no. Would you? No. If a girlfriend wanted you to get rid of Kitty. Would you? How hot is she? If a girlfriend wanted you to get rid of Kitty, would you? Probably not. Is your life a struggle? Yes. Is your life a struggle? Yes. Do you like to be told what to do? Sometimes. If you were a type of hat, what type would you be? The hat that Dom DeLuise wears. Do you find it easy to be fair? Sometimes. Do you find it easy to be fair? Yes. Do you find it easy to be fair? Yes. Have you ever taken a red vine and bitten off the top and bottom and used it as a straw? Oh, of course. Have you ever taken a red vine and bitten off the top and bottom and used it as a straw? Today? No. Have you ever taken a red vine and bitten off the top and bottom and used it as a straw? Yes. Infraction, you blinked. I did. Oh, goddammit. Say your name. Daryl Williams. Say your name. Daryl Williams. Say your name. Daryl Williams. Do your past failures bother you? Infraction, you blinked. Dang it, I did. Damn it. Blinked again there. I did. Say your name. Daryl Williams. Say your name. Daryl Williams. Say your name. Daryl Williams. Do your past failures bother you? Yes. If a girlfriend wanted you to get rid of Kitty, would you? No. She's hot. Yes. Is your life a struggle? No. Do you like to be told what to do? Yes. If you were a type of hat, what type would you be? A top hat. If you were a type of hat, what type would you be? A Newsies cap. If you were a type of hat, what type would you be? Mike Trout's hat. Do you find it easy to be fair? No. Do you find it easy to be fair? Yes. Do you find it easy to be fair? No. Have you ever taken a red vine, bitten off the top and bottom, and used it as a straw? Yes. Have you ever been sexually attracted to a piece of furniture? Yeah. Have you ever been sexually attracted to a piece of furniture? 
Yes. Have you ever had sex with a piece of furniture? Yes. Infraction. Hesitation. <laughs> Say your name. Daryl Williams. Say your name. Daryl Williams. Say your name. Daryl Williams. Say it one more time, just to make sure you know who you are. Daryl Williams. Do your past failures bother you? No. If a girlfriend wanted to get rid of Kitty, would you? No. Is your life a struggle? No. Is your life a struggle? No. Do you like to be told what to do? No. If you were a type of hat, what type would you be? No. If you were a type of hat, what type would you be? I would be a hat that had a huge no on it. Do you find it easy to be fair? No. Have you ever bitten the top and bottom off of a red vine and then used it as a straw? No. Have you ever bitten the top and bottom off of a red vine and then used it as a straw? No. Have you ever bitten the top and bottom off of a red vine and then used it as a straw? No. Are you sexually attracted to furniture? No. Are you sexually attracted to furniture? No. Have you ever had sex with furniture? No. Have you ever had sex with furniture? No. Tell me a secret. I had sex with furniture. Tell me another secret. I also am not named Daryl Williams. Tell me a secret. I also would kill my cat. Tell me a secret. I hate absinthe in boiling hot water and also Scientology. Infraction, you blinked. (laughs) Say your name. Roger Williams. Say your name. Crispin Glover. Say your name. Mark Paul Jeselnik. Say your name. Cisco Moneybags. Say your name. Fisker Pubal. Say your name. Jester Kugat. Say your name. Phylum Piddlydoo. It's not going to make this go any quicker or easier if you don't give me real answers, Daryl. Okay, Daryl Williams. Say your name. Daryl Williams. Say your name. Daryl Williams. Say your name. Daryl Williams. Have you ever had sex with furniture? Of course. If a girlfriend asked you to get rid of Kitty, would you? Hell yeah. Have you ever looked at a piece of furniture and said, I'd like to put a ring on it? Of course. Have you ever looked at a piece of furniture and said, I'd like to put a ring on it? Like a ring underneath it? Like a nice duvet or bed skirt? You know what I'm asking. Uh, Then yes. I would definitely marry a chair. Do you like to be told what to do? Of course. Do you like to be told what to do? Damn right. Do your past failures bother you? Of course, every day. If you were a type of hat, what type would you be? The hat that covers up my shame and sadness and also my baldness. So any type of hat. Yes, really. Infraction, you blinked. <laughs> I am. I'm not, I'm not blinking. I don't feel like I'm blinking. I see you blink. I feel like you're making me blink. Do you often feel like people make you do things? Mm-hmm. Things that they never asked you to do, that you do? Yeah, I mean, I'm drinking absolute with boiling you, water right now. You blinked. I did blink. Uh, how many more questions do we have? It's a set number of questions. We just haven't made it to the end. Oh, right. We can leave it there for now, though. Got it. We'll come back. It's up to you. We'll come back to Okay. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine.
Number nine. This I feel episode. Like that was the first a really good set of questions. <laughs> Why do you think that? Uh, they were informative. They got to some real, you know, hardcore issues. I feel like I, I shared a lot. This episode of This Comic's Life. Mm-hmm. April Lotsha is the host. <laughs> she takes the reins. Clearly. Friend of Daryl Williams, usual co-host or guest. <laughs> this time, we explore comedy through my mind. <laughs> this is definitely, yeah. This is funny. <laughs> Daryl, how would you describe our relationship? I would say that it's kind of tumultuous at times, uh, but for the most part, jovial. I don't know what just went on outside, but... Me neither, <clears throat> but continue. But I feel like, uh, yeah, we have a lot of laughs normally, um, but we also like to hug one another from time to time and share our feelings, which is nice. We're both very sad. Yeah, I mean, that's what makes a great comedian, right? Yep. Is that you cry on the inside and also cry on the outside. It's the before suicide part. Mm-hmm. It's like, should I kill myself or make a joke out of this? Exactly. I feel like I should do both. That's exactly it. I'll tell a joke, then kill myself. It's generally how it goes for <laughs> the most successful comedians. The unsuccessful ones don't tell jokes before they kill themselves. Right, right. But I don't feel like I want to kill myself like just this second. I feel like I'm in a pretty decent state right now. You're doing well. You're enjoying your absinthe in. and yeah. hot water. Definitely. It feels like, yeah, I'm drinking like Alka-Seltzer, like something I would help to soothe my throat, like if I was sick or, or something like that. It's going to do the opposite of that. <laughs> Definitely. This is not going to help me get better in any way. Would you like to top it up now that you've drunk some down with some room temperature unsweetened black tea or mm. some room temperature flat Sprite? I think the tea might work. Sprite. I could add some tea for sure. Help yourself. That's okay. what it's there for. I think that would be great because anything that would be not this would be better... Do you then, often regret past decisions? I do. Makes but sense. But not a lot. Like, do you regret a lot of things in your life? Do you, like, dwell on, Mainly like... Mainly just have nightmares about them. But do you, like, really go, like, man, if I just didn't move to California, what would it be like? I don't know. Or do you feel always like, man, this was the best thing I should have done right now in my no, life? No, never. I've never <laughs> had that feeling in my life. No. If you, you have, I assume you're a liar. I feel like, though, that you have, like, a very... Something that I didn't really have, because I had a moment where, in a weird way... Boobs? Yeah. You do have better boobs than me, for sure. Not that I was going to say, them, you do have boobs. I do have boobs, but yours, I would assume, are better. Thank you for assuming. Such yeah. a blatantly untrue thing. Well, okay. We'll, we'll find out later. Anyway, um, I feel like, though, in a weird way... Here's what's weird, is um, I had a chance to move to Seattle... And I didn't go. My hometown, yeah. Right. So I could have been living where you lived, and you could have been living down here still, and we, we would have, have never met. Yeah, we could have um, switched places, mm -hmm. and, and then <laughs> we wouldn't be friends with each other. Nope. Meaning both of us probably would have much fewer friends than the too few we both already <laughs> have. What if I met like your family, though, in a weird way still, and then like I became friends with them? And then when you came back to visit, they're all like, hey, what's going on? This is a really cool guy named Daryl. And I was like, this guy, really? The weird, mm -hmm. lame, probably gay dude? Yep. He keeps talking about sex in the city. And he's all like, hey, uh, who's this person in a lot of the pictures in this house? She looks kind of cool. I wonder if she does comedy. I and they're do like, do comedy. Mm, I guess maybe. I don't know. 
That's pre- that's pretty accurate, actually. That's a really good uh, my parents impression right there. It's true. We could have never crossed paths, though. Right. Where do you see yourself being in that universe? Um, well, I actually could have been a, working in a radio station up there. I had a job. Possi- like There was a, a radio production engineering type of thing that I was going to go do out there. So happier. You see yourself being happier. Definitely a lot. I mean, yep. I would have definitely been maybe a little bit more successful a lot earlier in my life richer and happier maybe not richer i wasn't gonna like make millions or anything but it was gonna make me at least uh live on my own i could be comfortable in my own apartment or whatever so richer and happier and with less Mm self-doubt but the reason i didn't move is because i was with a significant other at the time and we were in a long-term relationship and she did not want to move and i was like but why and she was like, because I got a bunch of family and blah, blah, blah down here, and I don't want to move away from you, that. You fell for the opposite route of the classic thing, mm-hmm. where it's like in TV shows, movie stuff, it's like, girls, don't follow your boyfriend to college, because we don't know whether that'll last. You should go where you want to go. Yeah. And you stayed where you didn't want to stay yeah. for a lover who then left you or you left her or well, that's the thing over the next like a year and a half or whatever i just started to resent the fuck out of her because i was like man you're for we could be living in seattle right now and it could be i could awesome. be i could be happier and richer and less and filled with self-doubt job that i want to do probably of having just, sex with a girl i'm more attracted to than you probably because you broke my heart but that's the thing i was like you know i just was i don't know if i looked more into it maybe i was like like I maybe was scared and was like, oh, I'll, just, are. I'll just use this as an excuse for not doing what I really want to do or like and then you're allowed- taking the leap of like un- uncertainty and like me like, yeah, this is a good opportunity. It's not like I'm just moving out there with nothing waiting, but it would be like, you okay, just- I got to break up with my girlfriend and I got to do this on my own. You decided to stay comfortable. Yeah, I did. It was the devil I knew instead of going like into the realm of, I don't know if this will be better or not. Who knows? I know this is all right where where I'm at. So I'll just stay doing that. But then I did always use that as like leverage to be like, why am I not happy? Because you're not in Seattle, dumbass. That's why. And then it's and like, it's oh, her fault. And it's her fault. Even though it's really Daryl, can my you own goddamn fault. Really take us back to one of those one of those fights, one of the many fights I'm sure you had about that. Let's just oh, remember yeah. that okay. moment. So they really said that uh, you know, if I just want to move out here, they'd give me a signing bonus and they would tell me, you know, we'll let you do it on your own time, you know, you don't have to just get out here in two weeks or whatever. I can we can live whenever we want. Daryl? Yeah? Trying to say something? Is that you? Yes. I'm sorry, I I had to move bandages to look at your face. I know, I'm not as beautiful as I was before the car accident. I'm sorry, I was just having some absinthe tea with water. It was... Abstinent tea? Yeah, I thought it was going to be good, but it's... No, I am... Maybe if... I think you would make that better. I understand if you want to be with other women with me hospital-bound like this. Yeah, um... It's okay. I'm, yeah, it is weird how I, I brought up moving to Seattle with you being in the hospital now that I've noticed I, this. I understand that your potential career is more important to you. Yeah, I 
feeling super weird and neglectful now that I'm I'm even bringing it up. Like, why did I bring this up? I should be no, worried no. about your bandages and your life support right now. I'm sure that you have the right thing in I'm sure you're filled with resentments, as you'll later share on a podcast. I will. Um, why, why don't you share those with... Sorry, could you just hand me... Just hold my water for me. I can only drink through the straw, but I can't reach it okay. in my casts. I will. My multiple casts. Hey, I'm glad that that stampede of elephants did not kill you. It was a car accident. Well, it was a stampede of... a parade yes. for the circus in town. Well, the, the, yeah, the, you hit a traveling circus with your car. Obviously, there's going to be elephants involved. Technically, I was hit by a car. By... Oh, in my car, and then elephants trampled it. Right. No. Told you not to use the E word around me. I'm sorry, but I just... Brings up hard memories. I'm glad, though, that it didn't kill you, because if it... Really? Because then it'd be easier for you to go to this dream job in Seattle. I know, I was just gonna say, it would have been a lot easier for me to move to Seattle if you were dead. But I'm glad you're not. Just pull the plug, Daryl. Are you sure? I know it's what you want. Well, I mean... I don't want to do it unless you want me to do it. I want you to be happy. It's whatever makes you happy. I, I've given up everything I do for this want to relationship. Be happy. And I mean, this would make me happy. Pulling the plug on your life. Do Pu- it. Okay. Pull the plug. Are you okay? I love you, Daryl. I do not feel the same way. But I like you as a friend still. I'm going to pull the plug now. Bye. Well, I'm glad that's over with. That was a very confusing memory based on how you told it in the present moment. No, I I feel like uh, I didn't remember it going like that. But I I do now, now that I recall like that it went that way, now that I'm reliving that or I'm hearing it back, it is pretty verbatim. So your resentment... went down exactly that way. You were so angry that not only did you break up with her, but you murdered her. Well, I mean, that's for the courts to decide. We're what did they decide? Because this was, you was know, a, a while ago. This was years ago. It was a hung jury. And by that, I mean, I checked every juror, and there were at least 10 inches. It was a hung jury. But were you convicted or not? No, I wasn't. How'd nope. you get off? I got off because... How'd you get off? Was it, it because they were hung? Yeah, it was It was a double jeopardy case, actually. It was actually... I really? Was, it was double tri- jeopardy? Yeah, I was tried in this exact same case Daryl. and they couldn't try me again because it, they already found me innocent once before. Daryl, I think you just said the magic word you didn't know you were supposed what? to say because I prepared this entire thing. You just said the word jeopardy. Jeopardy. Which means it's time for another little treat that I've prepared for you. Can I also add that yeah, tea, water, and absinthe do not mix. Try adding some Sprite to it. Oh, okay, I will. Some flat room temperature Sprite. You know, that might actually be better. You know, I, I feel like this needs some carbonation. You it have. It needs like some sort of like also a little it sugar. Won't, it won't sugar. have carbonation. It won't have it because it's flat. But what about if... I made sure of it. Okay, so it's I not... shook it on the way here. Oh, okay. Dang. It's entirely flat. I made sure of it, and it's entirely room temperature. I okay. also made sure of that. Okay, well, let me just pour a little bit in and figure it out myself. I'm a big boy. I, I know your what decision. room temperature flat uh, Sprite is, all right? I'm sure you do. Okay, here we go. We got a little bit of that in there, so hopefully that'll that'll make it better. 
And then here, let's just, uh, I'll wait for you to get your concoction made. Get a little bit of my flat room temperature sprite in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I might need to balance it out with some boiling hot tap water. Oh, okay. We'll see. We'll here see. Here you go. Okay, bottoms Cheers. up. Laheim. Somehow yeah. worse. That did not make it better. Somehow worse. It is. I don't know. I, I feel like now I'm, I'm, I'm not even needing a mixer. I feel like mixers were bad choices all to begin with. You have to choose one of them. Could I just not choose any of them and just had straight absinthe? No. I had to choose all one or all three. Well, I chose all three. And going back to the questions from earlier, I am doubting my life choices and I am um, very, very upset. That's a good place to be in for our next segment, which is the Jeopardy game. game? It's not Jeopardy. We are not licensed to call it that. No, but that was the magic word. That was the. This is the magic word that brings it to life because we are about to start a brand new segment which i am bringing to the table Mm -hmm. it is game show the game show oh cool it's a show with games got it i'm down it's going to give points but the points are worth nothing because even if they were worth money money is only a socially agreed upon fiction it will not save you from inevitable death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a prefab construct of our social biases as well as a constraint from our legal system. So it's not its not worth that. It's not worth money. But if it was, it still wouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. Game yeah. show the game show. All right, let's do Cue this. Cue intro music. So we're going to have three rounds. Yeah. We're going to have three rounds, and it is going to be four categories that you can mm-hmm. choose. Mm-hmm. Per round, and you will be going up against your opponent today, Mm. Kitty. Whoa, I thought it was going to be Kitty. Kitty, are you ready for this? Silence speaks of more confidence than boasting. She's actually probably upset that we woke her up for this. I admire that. Mm -hmm. I admire it. Okay, game show the game show. Your categories in the 100-point level that you can choose between are the clothing manufacturing industry. Mm Mm-hmm. Animal Friends. Got it. Daryl Williams. Mm-hmm. Or Human Experimentation. Well, I feel like I should probably know a lot about my own self, so I'm going to go with Daryl Williams. And go with Daryl Williams? Yeah. Okay. 100-level question for Daryl Williams. Based on demographic statistics, what is the life expectancy of Daryl Williams? <laughs> I want to say 78? 69. Oh, that was close. He started smoking again. <laughs> Happens. And, and so now I don't win, or that was the wrong answer? No, no, no. That's It's a wrong answer. You get zero points. Dang it. It's Kitty's turn. Kitty, do you want animal friends, or the clothing manufacturing industry, or human experimentation? Kitty is potentially asleep. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. choosing not to involve herself. Yeah, I think she's yeah, which abstaining makes, from makes, this. Which makes her the real winner. Mm-hmm. She's a, a conscious objector for this no game. amount of points that's worth that and we've <laughs> already established the points are worth nothing right okay so i should pick for her and i'll say animal friends animal friends question what is the highest ranking a dog has achieved in the armed services in the u.s <laughs> that's a good question <laughs> i want to say corporal 
Oh, it's Sergeant. Wow. Sergeant Stubby, who participated in 17 battles on the Western Front, was the only dog in the U.S. to be nominated for rank and then promoted to Sergeant. That's amazing. There's people under him that he could have given orders to. <laughs> and they would have had to have listened to a dog. Let's let's visit that moment. <laughs> Um, hey, I'm just a lonely private. What did you say, Sarge? You want some clothing? Well, I'll go get that for you. So the enemy's coming this way? Oh, it's going to be rough protecting this barracks? Yeah, I feel you there. Oh, you're thirsty. I'll get you some water. Don't worry, Sergeant. I don't want my Sarge getting parched. Or anything like that. Here, here you go. You're one of the best men that I've ever followed into this battle ever. Wow, <laughs> it's history's a crazy thing. Yeah, I'm, it's man, I'm so glad that I'm living at this time in my life to experience these types of you know historical moments. Exactly. That's we're gonna we're gonna continue though. <laughs> Okay, okay. So, so far, I, you have zero points. I know. And um, Kitty has zero points, but Kitty's a conscientious objector, so Kitty... Yeah. But she's also awake now, so maybe she'll answer this next one. It's true. Okay, but it is your question this time. Okay. You can choose from the 100-point level between clothing manufacturing industry or yeah. human experimentation. Let's do that. Human experimentation? Yes. Question. During the Holocaust, the Nazis' human experimentation focused specifically on what subset of their captives? The Jewish kind? All of their captives for the most part were Jewish. Okay, well, okay. Uh, let's say amputees and identical twins. That's actually the correct answer is twins. What? Identical twins Hell were yeah. used in human experimentation. Yeah. I remember Over a that. thousand of them, yeah. Mm -hmm. I had a, because I'm a twin, I definitely was like, oh, let's read a bunch of twin cool shit. And then I found out that Hitler did a bunch of like weird experiments on twins. Like, I'm going to cut this one's arm off and see if like the other feels it. And then I'm going to also like, you know, make sure, see if they have like telekinesis power and shit like that. Like, they also was, tried to sew them together to make them into Siamese twins. Right. Like see this is way works. before like human centipede. Exactly. OG. But I feel like also, like, yeah, Hitler was in a w lot of weird shit. Like, he was in, like, the occult, and he was into, like, yeah, like, weird experimentation. Like, because he was trying to find, like, the powers so he could, like, defeat the Americans. Like, if I can only harness the power of identical twins, I can defeat the Americans. He's <laughs> a hero to all of us in many ways. <laughs> but he probably sounded more like, if I could only harness the identical twins. Probably sounded more like he was speaking in German. <laughs> We're gonna go that route. Okay, no, so you I, have... I was gonna say he sounded like Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? A little bit, yeah. Anyway. if okay, I feel like that was the right question, right? I got it right? You did. You have 100 points now. Hell yeah. So, last question of the round is gonna go to Kitty. And the question is 100 points in the clothing manufacturing industry. Question, what is the average monthly wage in U.S. dollars of a Bangladeshi sweatshop worker. Kitty? Your silence says more than any answer 
could. That's 100 points to Kitty for understanding the trauma well, that these people go through. Her silence is saying that the workers don't have a voice either. And that when she also didn't say anything... She doesn't need you to speak for her silence, Daryl. Okay, I'm not. But it's I'm, I'm trying to interpret which, what her meaning was because she's an artist... And human I'm, splaining minus 100 points for oh, Daryl Williams. God dang it. I didn't know that was part of First the game. For human splaining. It I is. I will. I'm sorry, Kitty. I won't human splain your, your silent protest. That's okay, because we're going to keep going. First round, Kitty is up by 100 points. Daryl Williams to zero points. I'm losing we're, to a cat. <laughs> you're losing to your cat. Yep. Okay. We ready? Yes. This is the 200-point round, although the points don't matter at all, but in a like real existential sense. Okay, I'm going. I'm, I'm going. I'm, Are you going to go? I'm fucked up from absinthe. What category do you want to go into? Clothing manufacturing industry, animal friends, Daryl Williams, or human experimentation? Let's do clothing industry. What incident led to the deaths of 146 garment workers an enactment of labor and safety regulations by the U.S. Is it the uh, the Newark Fanny Pack factory fire of 86? Very close. Is that your final answer? 87. No. It's the Triangle Shirtwaist factory fire. What? Yeah. What, what happened? There was just a, a big fire in a factory? Pretty much. And a bunch of people lost their shirts. And lives. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> 146 of them, as I said in the question. They're never going to get either back, so there's something to think about. Do you usually make light people's preventable deaths? Yeah, I make 100% cotton jokes about it. I hope you feel good about that. (laughs) Kitty! Rich, rich, vibrant white color. Kitty, are you interested in this round in answering a question on either animal friends? I do not know why I'm still drinking this. I think you do. I think you do know why. Why are you still drinking it? Because I want to get drunk, but I also go. hate myself. Yeah, it covers all of those. Okay, Kitty, Animal Friends is your category. Daryl Williams as your category, or Human Experimentation is your category. Oh, can I pick for her? You, you actually can. As the person with fewer points, you do get that. I feel like she could do well with Daryl Williams. I feel like she could answer a lot about me. I think so, too. Let's um, go into that. Okay. Okay, Kitty. Your question for 200 points in the category of Daryl Williams. Add up the following. Mm -hmm. The number of times Daryl's been married, the number of children he's had, and the number of people he could call at 3 a.m. in an emergency. What's the answer, Kitty? It's the absence of an answer. That is absolutely correct. It is zero. All of those added together is zero. (laughs) absolutely accurate wow like all of her answers are in a weird way like becoming zero or it's like her silence is the correct answer do you sometimes think you talk too much daryl yes especially on a podcast so maybe you should use that for something useful and you should answer a question now okay about either human experimentation yeah or animal friends i want to do animal friends okay question about animal friends what type of pet did Coco the gorilla have? A kitty? Answer is yes. It yeah. was a kitten. 
Hell yeah. Coco the gorilla, for those of you who don't know, is a gorilla kept in captivity that was taught sign language. That's and right. Coco had a kitten that she named All Ball. How did she name it? With sign language. Oh, okay. Coco treated All Ball. What does Ball that mean? Ask a gorilla. <laughs> Why would I know that? If I knew more, I'd explain it like I'm trying to right now, except you interrupt me. Sorry. Okay, go. It's okay. No, she had a kitten named Allball. Coco treated Allball like a baby gorilla, even attempting to nurse her when Allball was hit by a car and killed. Upon hearing the news, Coco repeatedly signed bad, sad cry. Hmm. Why did that cat get hit by a car? It escaped. No, oh. it escaped from the enclosure. That's an actual true thing. I see. That sucks. Yeah, that's. But what a valuable lesson to teach a gorilla is the uh, futility of life. The futility. Mm-hmm. Futileness. Futility. Yep, that was the right one. One of those is a correct word. Maybe we're teaching you what it is right now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to feel like one of those roots is in rooted in. Factualness. I'm, I'm that's using, also a word. Right. I'm using Definitely. a lot of words that might not exist, but that's okay because it's absinthe related. And yep. by the way, is there a way that I cannot drink this anymore? I can't force you to do anything, Daryl. You're a grown adult. But I do want to drink more absinthe, but maybe not with this mixer. But I do also want to participate and be a team player. You're an adult, man. <laughs> I can't make this decision for you. I told you what my intentions were. Okay, I'll you can do it. follow them or you can decide that they're arbitrary and you don't need to follow them. It's up to you. Well, I do like being told what to do. So I'll just keep drinking it. I will say that the boiling part has not been a, a, apparent anymore. It's definitely not boiling anymore. But That's it true. is still horrible. It has reduced to room temperature like all of the rest of the mixers. Yeah, now it tastes like if I were to have that same good and plenty not on the dashboard for like two days beforehand. It was almost like it's underneath my car mixed with some hair and a little bit of like Dorito dust. Do you often drink underneath your car, Daryl? No, but I eat a lot of good and plenties that are underneath my car or underneath my seat in my car. But it makes you think of drinking, correct? Of course it does. Good, good. Okay, final question of the round. Okay. This, the 200-level round of yes. Game Show, the Game Show. I'm down. Show of games. What is the scores right now? Right now, it's 200 to 200. You are I'm, tied with whoa. your cap. Kitty, you are going down on yourself right now, licking at yourself. Because she doesn't care. Right. And she's, she's too cool cat. to care. Yeah. Okay, final question of the round is for Kitty. Is the last one left, and it is on human experimentation. Question is... What event spurred research in the 1960s on psychology of the bystander effect? Kitty continues to lick herself. She has no answer. In a way, she is a bystander, but I'm going to go ahead and put this one up. Daryl, if you know the answer, you can grab these points. Well, I was going to say, I thought her silence was another correct answer, saying that there's no true answer to this question there is a true answer to it it's written in front of me <laughs> okay um well then in that case can you reread the question for me what event spurred research in the 1960s on psychology of the bystander effect what research uh okay i would i would want to say uh 
What event? What event spurred research on it? In the 1960s, uh, JFK getting shot. The incorrect answer. Dang. Answer is the murder of Kitty Genovese, who was killed in front of 38 neighbors who watched from their apartment windows and did nothing. Wow. Which I would like to point out that potentially Kitty's lack of answer in licking herself was pointing to the fact that it was about a kitty. Yeah. Kitty in name. And also, just like Kitty's name is Kitty in name. So I'm going to I'm going to give her silence was like the 38 people where their silence was obviously apparent. That's actually absolutely true. I was going to give her an honorary 50 points. Now I'm going to give her an honorary 100 points out of the 200 possible. So right now we're going into the final round. Daryl, you are at 200 points and Kitty is at 300. Dang it. So I'm going to give first question to you. You have your pick of the litter for categories. You can choose the clothing manufacturing industry, mm-hmm. animal friends, yeah. Daryl Williams, or human experimentation. I'm gonna go with me again, because I love me. Question. What Sex in the City plotline is most likely to happen to Daryl Williams? Huh. Oh. I've already had some plotlines already pan out in my life but what is most likely to based on where you are now um i'm gonna say scientifically speaking where i'm at the plot line of miranda dating the religious dude that always takes a shower after sex i feel like that's definitely gonna be with like that's gonna happen to me that's actually incorrect the correct answer is cat eats his face Oh no! What? I don't remember that in Sex in the City. <laughs> it is. It's that's what Miranda's worried about. Oh, that's right. When she gets yeah, Skippy. she dies alone. Yeah, she's scared yeah. of dying alone, and a cat eats her face. Right. Well, I'm glad that I was no still on notices. the right track of Miranda and her plot lines. But um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I might die alone with my cat eating my face. That's why it's a correct answer. Worth 300 points that you just lost. I know. God damn it, Kitty! It is your turn. You can choose 300 points, clothing, manufacturing, industry, animal friends, or human experimentation. Daryl, you've done it thus far, and you are still behind in points. Would you like to choose a category for Kitty? I feel like she could do animal friends. I feel like that's in her wheelhouse. I feel like I should probably pick something against her wheelhouse, though. That would be more strategic. Yeah, so I'm going to say then clothing industry, because I doubt she knows a lot about clothing and she doesn't wear any. It's true. Okay. okay Question Kitty, about you're going down. clothing industry. Still. I'm going to start by reading a quote for this one. Quote, the label reads 100% cotton made in Cambodia by Benley, nine years old. He gets up at 5 a.m. every morning to make his way to the garment factory where he works. It will be dark when he arrives and dark when he leaves. He dresses lightly because the temperature in the room he works reaches 30 degrees Celsius. The dust in the room fills his nose and mouth. He will make less than a dollar for a day spent slowly suffocating. A mask would cost the company 10 cents. What was this quote written on? Kitty? Your your silence and your disgust at the subject speaks highly of you. speaks very highly. But I do need an answer for this one. Daryl, would you like to potentially scoop up some points? Sure. Uh, I'll try to beat my cat in this game. I'm going to say... That is the goal. 
It was written on a billboard in Times Square. This is incorrect. Mm. It was written on the tag of a sweater by the Canadian Fair Trade Network, an advocacy group for human rights in an arts exhibition. So That seems like it's a big tag. It was. was. A lot of words. No, that's accurate. It genuinely was. It was meant to inform mm-hmm. more than anything. Right. Make an impact. You would think that you know, tags are more for uh, just the size and maybe how to wash it. Maybe they are for you, Daryl. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's all that matters. I mean, you. maybe that's why I'm not an artist is that I would put those types of information on my tag, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't use the tag for a message orientated type of thing. I would use it for more information than subject matter. That's just me. I'm not an artist. We're going to just move on because it is your turn. Yeah? You can choose. We have left. I'm still losing, right? It is still 300 to 200. We have had no other definitive leads, but each of these questions is worth 300 points. You could easily pull into the lead Mm -hmm. ahead of your cat if you play your cards right. In either the categories of animal friends or human experimentation. Let's do that. Human experimentation. All right, human experimentation. Question. The Milgram experiments, which tested defense to authority and willingness to cause pain, were a response to what? Uh, You really want to show the world you're a man by beating your cat in an imaginary game show, Daryl. This is your chance. Well, I know my cat knows this, so obviously I should know this too. I think Kitty might be more well-read than you are. She's woke. She's also awake. Do you have any thought? Are you feeling good about this question? You're a little nervous? Yeah. I'm going to feel like I don't know a lot about this, so I'm going to ask you to read the question again. Okay. One more time. You also, at this point, if you're interested, you can call a friend. Oh, I can. Okay, cool. You do cool. have one call a friend for Let's this round. Let's do that. I will call my friend Nancy Jezel. Just Jezel. Nancy Jezel. Nancy Jezel. Let's get her on the phone. All right. Hello? Hey, Nancy. What's going on? What? Hey, I'm on a game show right now called Game Show Game Show. It's the game show of a game show. No, you're, you're what? You're in prison? No, I'm on a game show right now on my own podcast. How drunk are you? A little. I'm, I'm a little drunk right now. Uh, are there, are, can I just speak to one of the officers? Just give the phone to an officer. Sure. Uh, yes? What can I do you for? I'm, I'm so sorry about this. It's, he needs to be picked up. What was it that? Uh, no, he's on a game show right now, miss. He's on a game show? Yes. Am I on a game show? Because it sounds like bullshit. No, you are. He's actually calling a lifeline. He needs some help uh, answering a quiz question. Well, but what's the question? Uh, the quiz question is... I actually don't have it in front of me, uh, but... Uh, give the phone to Daryl. What's the... Daryl, what's the question? You're going to win oh. money from this? Yeah, uh... Are you going to, like, give me a cut? Like, how much is on the line? Well, um, I don't... I mean, it's in points right now, so, I mean, I can give you at least half the points that I make. I don't know what those points consist of, like, dollar-wise, but, I mean... I would assume the points are not just worth nothing. Okay. O- okay, well, what's what's the question? Just ask me the... No, I'm coming back. I, just give me a minute. Go on. Sorry, it's... What, oh. What's the question? What? What? Just finish. Okay, the, the question is... I, I don't really know the question anymore. It has to do with uh, human experimentation. Has it to do with hu- 
What the fuck kind of game show are you on? Um, I'm on a game show called Game Show Game Show, and it's a, a game show about game shows, and I'm actually competing against my cat right now, and my cat is winning, and um, I need to beat my cat. In the figurative, like, well, figuratively, yeah, not literally. Okay, Daryl, please just call me back when you're sober. I don't know what the fuck you're on right now. I don't know who that guy you got to talk to me was, but- That was the producer of the game show? He was gonna tell you how to play the game? But that's cool. I don't need to talk to your friends who are with you on whatever bath salts or whatever it is you're on, but you're I'm not on a game show called Game Show Game Show and losing to your cat. That's in that. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm I'm hanging up. I'm hanging up. You can say sorry to me tomorrow when you wake up if you remember this. Okay, well, I guess I'm it's not, not going to use my lifeline. No, I guess Didn't not. work out. No. Did, well, you did use it. I mean, I did. She did not want to help. No, she was very confused. Yeah. Well, I should have not called Nancy, I guess. I guess we're not... I'm going to really reevaluate my friendship with her. She sounds like she has a good head on her shoulders. Yeah, she does. She's got a lot going on. Let's hope that uh, sounds she'll like you find some on. peace. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, so just to repeat the question yes. one more time. Yes. The Milgram experiments yes. which tested deference to authority and willingness to cause pain were a response to what? Oh, it was that one experiment, the Harvard experiment, where they like nope, made that's a go different to jail one. And shit? No, that's the Stanford prison experiment. Oh yeah. This nope. is the Milgram experiments. So what is the answer? I don't know what you're trying to ask. Okay, so I'm just going to take... Kitty, would you like to scoop up these points, potentially, by knowing the correct answer? Mm. Silence. Shh. It's just silence. Kitty, you're a much braver soul than I am. Because, honestly, we shouldn't even be talking about this so jovially. Uh, the answer... I, I am now ashamed by Kitty's refusal to even take part in this quest because I I run the show and this is it's factual but should we even give them this type of it, it was the Nazi trials are what oh. led to the Milgram experiments like the Nuremberg trials like all the like war the criminal Na- stuff yeah, the Nazi officials and it was uh, because there was the defense of I was just following orders and, and that's what the Milgram experiment was is I'm just following orders that's exactly what it was about it was horrific that's right yeah and they just like made people like shock others until like they were like to death yeah but they weren't it really was, dying they yeah was it like, was actors but they didn't yeah. tell the participants what it was and mm-hmm. they were psychologically scarred by it and they knew that like by doing so you're potentially harming this person a lot no, like you, in their own mind, they were harming and or causing the death of these people, and they have had to live with that trauma since then. Yeah, what a weird idea about uh, just following orders. I guess that's what military is all about. That's the whole thing about human experimentation, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Is we're going to try to do fucked up things to figure out why we tick. Anyone who is triggered... Mm-hmm. or struggling with this segment, please feel free to write in to the show. We'd love to hear your words. Share them on air. Your experience. Yeah, share with your either, words. Either the Nazi trials or Milgram experiments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Your voice is ours. Okay, final question. Okay. Of the night. Yes. Animal friends. I'm on it. This is Kitty's question. Kitty oh. scooped up your question for points. She That's didn't right. answer, <clears throat> which spoke more to her soul and her as an individual who has ethical feelings. So yeah, it will be humanity. no Yeah, it will be no points for that. She's still currently in the lead by 100 points. And this is a final question about animal friends. Question Strong impact. The racehorse had what type of animal friend? Kitty. It's kind of hard to go back after a question like the last one. I understand. Daryl, if you want to stoop so low because arbitrary points are so important to you, would you like to try and answer this question? I want to say... I'll take that as a yes. Yes, yes, I do. I want to beat my cat. Mercilessly? Mercifully? Mercilessly? Anyway. uh, Mercilessly. I want to say... What type of animal friend did this horse have? A pig. You're actually correct. Hell yeah. It was a pig named Charlie. Charlie walked between the racehorse stalls and chose Strong Impact as his friend and the two, quote, act like an old married couple and hate to be separated, end quote. (laughs) Daryl, that brings you up to 500 despicable points. Hell yeah. In the final round, you beat your cat by 200 points 300 to 500 in game show the game show Mm -hmm. a show of games yeah how does it feel i feel like i'm definitely feeling superior over my cat i want to feel is that a new feeling it is uh she usually beats me in most games but in this game she can suck it and i'm not talking about her pussy i'm not talking about her vagina i'm talking about life if by pussy you didn't mean her vagina, did you just mean she can suck her whole body? <laughs> yes. Okay. Just mm-hmm. checking. Just checking. Guys, this has been another episode of Game Show the Game Show. Please tune in next week where our topics of conversation will be dolphins playing, Daryl Williams, <laughs> I like that. human rights offenses in the Congo, and deforestation. Oh, wow, those are like too similar, but way different. We'll see you then. God bless all of you conscientious objectors. Daryl. Yes. We're both fans of radio plays. Oh, yeah. And, you know. (laughs) Yes, we are. Um. NPR style podcast and storytelling, you know, Foley work. So I actually, pre- <laughs> yeah, I do have a Foley studio in my apartment. Your studio apartment. <laughs> it's my studio studio. It's Foley apartment. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right then. But anyhow, so I actually prepared a little treat today. I've written and brought in a radio play. For us to go through. Sweet. Excited? Yes. Yeah? <laughs> yes, I totally am. A, I'm, I want to go down this road with you. Let's okay. do this. Okay, we're going to do it. We've already discussed this, but you will be playing. It. it the title is A Daryl Carol, <laughs> and you will be playing the titular character Daryl Crimplins. Got it. I, I will be every other part. <laughs> 
Well, that's cool because I didn't want to be, you know, a lot. I just wanted one character. So that's cool. Right. But you have to be like past, present, and future him also. Oh, so. snap. Well, so we're, it's, we're it's, spoiling a little. It's a meaty part. It's a, it's called a Daryl Carroll. They're going <laughs> to figure it out. <laughs> you ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Daryl Crimplins was a cold man, his heart as empty of emotion as his head was of hair. In the chill of winter in Long Beach, he could be found without another soul apart from a cat he held as his only true companion in the podcast studio he called home, often with his co-host, Maple Fuchsia, a woman weak with the strain of her work. Pardon me, Mr. Crimplin, sir, but me and the unpaid interns were wondering if we could have an extra scoop of coal for the fire, it, it being Christmas Eve and all. <laughs> bah, drumsticks. The cold will waken you to your work. Are you so idle that you cannot even warm yourselves? Chad, what are you doing away from your desk? Please, sir, one scoop of porridge and I'm still so hungry. May I have some more? 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 This is not a charity for you orphans. You're an unpaid intern, and you're lucky to have that. Now take this mongrel and be gone. Now what is it? Well, sir, it's customary for podcasts to take the day off of recording and editing Christmas Day, sir. And do listeners take the day off of downloading? Well, no, sir, but we won't be able to get any guests. No other studio will be open. Bah! Drumsticks! Tis a poor excuse for abandoning our Patreon, but there's truth. Tell the Chads you may have the day off. The podcasting studio at night was dark, and darkness was cheap, just the way Daryl Crimplins liked it. As night drew on, he retired to his chair, cat in lap and pipe in hand. Bah, drumsticks. What man needs companionship when he has a pipe and pornography? Yet as Daryl Crimplins reached for his pipe, a miraculous thing happened. Before his very eyes, were he able to believe them, a transformation had occurred. Crimplins! What spirit is this that takes my pipe and transforms it into such a tortured visage in front of me? Crimplins! Heed this warning! You shall be visited by three podcasts tonight! Lest you take their warnings to heart, surely you shall be damned to your fate! And as quickly as it had come, the vision was gone. Strange. I could have sworn I saw my old co-host in that very moment. No. Tis just a trick on my mind. Perhaps it was the entire ham I just had for dinner. No matter. To bed.
and plan. What? what? Who's there? It is I, the spirit of podcasts past. Spirit? How can this be? Come to the very studio you began in, an innocent young man. Before his very eyes, Crimplin saw his first studio. The young man before him had a joy he'd not seen in many years. Why, it's my college radio station, and look! My word, there I am, so fresh-faced and young, and oh my, hair, what hair! Ah, thank you guys for coming on. It's so cool to have a real band on my show. You don't even know. Hey, will you sign my tits? There you go, man. You're a weird dude. Weird but cool. Are you sure you don't want help putting all this gear away? Nah, man. You've done enough, and I don't mind. I just feel lucky to be here. Wow, I'm never washing my tits ever again. A simpler time, certainly. When you began podcasting, you took joy in the creation not in the revenue of a taskmaster. It was enough in itself for you. Yes, well, things change. Those lazy scoundrels whose labor of love is to release a new episode but once a month don't deserve to podcast at all. Better they were bloggers. Or better they've never been born to begin with. We shall see. Back in my own bed. But spirit, what was the meaning of this vision? You've now seen yourself. Episodes pass. Upon midnight, you shall be visited by another of my kind, the spirit of podcasting present. I must be dreaming. I must be. This is but an upset stomach, perhaps from the 12-egg omelet and full chocolate cake I had for breakfast. Yes, tis nothing but a bad dream. I shall wait and keep watch and see. No spirit shall come upon the midnight hour. See? Nothing. Spirit of episodes present indeed. To think! Ah! Who goes there? What is your name, spirit? I am the spirit of release dates today! So be it. Show me what you must, and be gone. We go to your most recent podcast release. Why, it's me at my desk, checking over the Patreon and eating my daily pan of lasagna. Ah, since the new unpaid interns have began, the Patreon is as profitable as ever. Well, it was a good year for podcasting, and once I began only feeding the interns porridge and leftover gristle, we cut corners. Standard business practice, of course. Chad, come back to your post as my footstool, and bring me my opium pipe. Yes, sir. Right away, sir. Now, shall we see the Christmas Eve of your co-host, Maple Fuchsia? Such a small room to rent, and so cold. Is she lighting a dumpster fire inside? Yes. To cook her Christmas Eve dinner, an expired hungry man frozen dinner that she fought a pack of junkyard dogs for. Dinner's ready. My word, is that... It's an intern. 
You've never met the cripple chad before. My god. A Christmas miracle! Food for dinner! Just like I dreamed! This is a far cry from even Crimplin's most meager luncheon. Now, now. It's the meager tuppence I earned from the Patreon as co-host that paid for this dumpster fire dinner tonight, Chads. And for that, I'm grateful. It's a fine meal. Bless his downloads. Everyone! An extraordinary intern. To have so little and yet see so much in it. The Crippled Chad's medicine for bone fever is not cheap and costs every school credit he makes. Spirit, no, I am not ready to leave. But what of the Crippled Chad? Where lies his fate? A third spirit shall come. When the clock strikes one, you shall be visited by the spirit of Download's future. You, spirit? So be it. Show me what I must see. The podcast studio. The number of downloads keeps rising, and yet it's empty. What is the meaning of this? Strange. My co-host, spirit. Take me to my co-host. Where is my co-host? The dumpster fire? And look... The Chads! But Spirit, what's the meaning of this iron lung abandoned beside the fire? He was a good Chad. There never was a gentler soul in unpaid sound editing. To the crippled Chad! To the crippled crippled Chad! Chad. Yes, and to Daryl Crimplins, who got exactly what he deserved. Chad, calm yourself, for we are all in mourning. Yes, we're all recording the Good Word podcast now, but let us not curse the name of our old benefactor on Christmas Eve. Mm, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Let it not be so, Spirit. We've known many an intern, and we'll meet many more. But let us not forget the crippled Chad. Let him not be dead of radiation poisoning. If only there'd been another way to pay his medical bills than by testing volatile podcasting equipment. Oh, Spirit, not the crippled Chad. Not him. He was the best of us, the purest spirit. Please, no more. Show me no more. The studio, still empty. Except (coughs) Kitty, my trustworthy companion. My lord, she's figured out how to access the Patreon? And she's using it to buy luxury cat food? Kitty, when did you start gambling on online poker games? She doesn't even care that I'm not there. My one companion, and yet, the kitchen. Spirit, I dare not go. 
Oh, spirit, it's too terrible. What wretched thing must I see next? Oh, spirit, shall this be my fate? I know you shall not answer, yet there I lie, my face half devoured by the very creature I cared for. I was so solitary, so consumed with the profits and spoils of podcasting and asking my co-host Maple why she didn't book anyone this week and then making a big deal out of it. Oh, spirit, I can change. I shall be a new man, on my word. I'm back! I'm back! I'm back! You, vagrant! <laughs> what day is it? Why, tis Christmas Day, sir. Oh, blessed day! In my relief, I've soiled my undergarments, yet it bothers me not! It bothers me, sir. Here, take this money, my good man, and run off and buy a box of Walgreens' finest box wine. The one in the window, sir? The very same! Yes, Maple? Don't you think I know that? There's been an emergency! You and all the chads must come post-haste. No exceptions. Or you risk your internships. Mr. Crimplins, sir, what emergency is it that calls... Maple! Oh, and Chad, Chad, and Chadette. Oh, blessed day. I have used you poorly. And wait, where's the cripple Chad? Sir, what can account for this transformation? The cripple Chad is waiting in the car. Bring the Chad in. He is welcome here. And a Merry Christmas to all. I have finally learned from my mistakes and will never blame you for forgetting when we have scheduled to record again. Look, it's the cripple Chad. Why, Mr. Crimplin, sir, I cannot come inside, for as you said, I am unclean. And even if my wheels did not track dirt in, you didn't want to have to look at me. Wrong. I was wrong, Cripple Chad. Come in. Come in and let us be merry. God bless you, and God bless our downloads, Mr. Crimplins. Every one. <laughs> So Daryl Crimplins learned from his mistakes, finally respecting the co-hosts and interns that had worked so diligently on his podcast by paying them their fair shares of the Patreon, narrowly escaped burning in hell for eternity, and instead got bumped up to purgatory. And the cat still ate his face. Happily ever after. of the time. 
oh, where was the singing? Where was that at? I sang earlier. It's the I'm end done. of the podcast as we know it. Yeah. Remember that? Remember you were singing and having a good time? I do remember it, and it belongs in my memories. Okay, okay. Not in your bastardized, like, cover of my cover of a song, Daryl. I understand. I understand. Okay, so we're at the, the end. end. What's up with that? This my is, only friend, the end. This is your baby. What What do you think about this you know, episode? I, like, I prefer to think of it as my tortured adolescent. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's about where it's at. Well, Daryl, I'd like to just say, how did you feel about the experience of this? Looking back on it. It was very laborious. It was yep. a labor of love. I yep. But I still enjoyed it. I still like that we did this episode. Um, I feel like a different person afterwards. You know? How so? How do you feel like a different person? Uh, like, I feel like my 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 penis is different in a way. Oh, how is your penis? Could you explain that? How is it, your penis different? It's like not as like girthy anymore. Like I feel like. It's, it's like, shrunk. I've lost some amount of Like you've shrinky dinked it. Yeah, exactly. Like the reverse of shrinky dinks. No, the normal shrinky dinks cuz it gets smaller when it's sh- that's why they call it fucking shrinky dinks, Daryl. Oh, right. I thought it was like the reverse where it was like it grew because you put water on it or whatever. No, that's the sponges mm. that are shaped like a brain or dinosaurs or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No shrinky dinks w- you put in the oven. I wish my dick was shaped like a dinosaur. I'm sure that most of the women you're with wish that also. Yeah. <laughs> my only question is, uh, why did you feel like you needed to torture me this way? Because it brought me joy. Ah, I get it. I get it now. Okay, if if it was just for joy, then I, I understand. Pure hedonistic pleasure at seeing you squirm. I feel like it was like it would have been weird if you were like, "No, I hate doing this just as much as you," but I'm just doing it, you know, for some weird in a character. Yeah, exactly. No, no, it's, it's like no, you're just really doing this because you enjoy torturing me. I do, I do, Daryl. I think that's a cornerstone of our friendship at this point. I think it's pretty clear that we get along. Because I just fuck with you. And you just take it. Because you're like, I get it. Yeah. I'm a younger sibling. I understand. And I'm like, yeah. And then I keep punching you. You know why this happens? Is because in a weird way, my, my my dad fucked with me and my feminism. What? He told me basically like, whenever a girl does something fucked up, just let her do it. Because she's a girl. And... You know, girls are kind of like, you know, they, they're they allowed to be stupid and do stupid things because they're girls. And in a weird way, it's like, in a weird way, it's like progressive. But in a weird way, you're like, I don't, I think you've just like put women back 20 years you're or whatever. Wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, it's that thing of just like, I can tell a woman that like, stop it or you're wrong without punching her dad Mm -hmm. that's like i understand what you're trying to stop you're trying to stop me from doing a violent crime but also like i can be like 
hey, you're fucking wrong, fucking stop it, and not, like, slap a girl in the face. Like a like an easy... It's the difference. Like an easy uh, comparison is, like, when I was growing up, we would, me and my sister would have, obviously, the same birthday. We're twins. And when we were, like, you know, 10 and 12, my parents would I, I ask us both, like, hey, what do you want to do for your birthday or whatever? And obviously, I would be like, I want to go to Knott's Berry Farm. And then my sister would be like, I want to go to Disneyland. And then my dad, like, would pull me to the side and go, like, hey, we're going to Disneyland because it's your sister. And you need to do this because she's a girl. And it's like in a weird way where it's like, okay, like, like I'm, I'm being nice to my sister, but in a weird way, it's like, I'm never getting to do what I want to do because that won't build up resentment. Mm -mm. Why would it? She's a woman. So it's like, we're trying to like be more inclusive to women, but it's also like, I'm now having to do everything for women. See, but that's the thing, though, is that I listen to that, and your father's saying that, and I'm like, why don't you just, like, every year take a turn? Be yeah. like, it's your choice this year, it'll be your choice next year. Like, or that kind of thing. Or why not, like, my mom take my sister to Disneyland, and my dad take me to nuts or whatever. Like, No, like, that's the entire thing that I'm saying, is I'm just like, I don't think that's about women and men. I think it's about, like, your parents. Yeah. Who I'm sure are wonderful people. We love you. But, like, subscribe. Pretty much, like, take that adage to, like, every situation of my adolescence. It explains so much, Daryl. So that means it explains so much about who you are. Oh, I'll just let April do whatever she wants because my parents have told me growing up forever just let women do whatever they want. (laughs) Meanness is the only form of affection I know. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that you accept it as a form of affection because. It's not going to change. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. You're telling but it's me what to do, I take true. as a uh, love. Yeah. It, no, it is. It, it's lo- I, it's, I'll still punch you. <laughs> and I'll still call you a little, like, gay lord and yeah. stuff. Well, but, like, punch me I, in the stomach or the tit. Don't, don't hit the moneymaker, like, the no, face I'm or No, I'm going to hit both the tits. So that they swell up and you get us a sweet sugar daddy who pays sweet. for both of us. Nice. I could, I could do know? that, right, if I had a healthy uh, double D cup? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, let's go with that. All right, so Darryl, April. No, 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 you go. You started it. What are your, like thoughts about this episode i mean why like or did you enjoy taking over i love taking it over i put way more work into this than i have our own podcast we run together guys like i you... tried way harder at this than most things in life because yeah. i knew i had an opportunity and it was worth something guys if you enjoy uh april and my banter and uh, just want to get even more of this, but also hear our thoughts on this lovely show called Sex in the City. Hit us up on your Such and Sex in the City podcast. You say lovely, I say groundbreaking. Yeah, I say part of the cultural lexicon. Mm. You know, like, are you really even a person in today's society if you don't know it? Like, that kind of thing. People are going to listen to this podcast 20 years from now and just be like, what were these people, April and Daryl? How did they live? 
and we're going to say, like, dude, we're still alive, and uh, we're living pretty much the same way. You expect to be still alive in 20 years? Because I, I don't expect that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm going to be alive in some way. Good for you. You know, they're going to have my, like, brain in some sort of, like, jar or whatever. Maybe I'll be in the singularity. Who it'll knows? have, like, a Vlasic label on it, but it'll be there. Yeah. You know? It'll say, Abby Normal. I liked Vlasic. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, Daryl, Daryl, do you want to hear what I want to do at the end of this episode? Yeah, let's do it. What is a very, very deep insecurity that you hold? Like something that hurts. Um, I mean, I just want acceptance, really. You know, just I want people to like me. I'm just always wanting to... Like, I don't want to be the life of the party, but I definitely don't want to be the person that's like, why is he here? That's fair. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. You want hear one of mine? Yeah. I just have a general sense of self-hatred, self-loathing, yeah. you could say. I get that. Take it out on others, but most of all, take it out on myself. It's very difficult, but also as part of being human. Yeah, you're your own worst enemy. No, it's so much so, it's crazy. Daryl, one more of yours. Going back and forth with this. Um, I regret certain life choices. I wouldn't say like in the sense of like, I wish I didn't do it, but I wish like in retrospect, when I look back at my life, I wish I started things earlier. I like com- what? Like comedy. Yeah. All sorts of different things. Like, you know, like my passions that I have in this world. Like, I feel like when I first like, heard about like stand-up comedy it was like oh like only certain people do this i couldn't do this Mm -hmm. it's other people like those people do this not me but like in reality i wish there was this somebody in my life that was like no you can do that too bro like or that you'd been that person in your life i could just have told myself like yeah you know at 18 like you can do this you don't have to like wait 18 more years. (laughs) No, there you go. See, that's real. Know another one of mine? Yeah. Feel like a terrible failure all the time. Oh. And I judge myself for it. Again, yeah, you're your own worst enemy. It's most of my shit going down, but also some of it definitely. Like shortcomings? Like, what do you feel like you fell short on? You know, they, they look at certain people's life and they're like, what are you talking about? Like, why do you have anything to worry about? You graduated college. You have a family that loves yeah, you. Da, 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 like, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, yeah, that doesn't mean shit still. No, that's real. That's my my shortcomings. My old therapist called me a perfectionist in that I held unrealistic ideals for myself. And then when yeah. I wouldn't reach them because they're unrealistic, I'd get all fucking pissed off and, like, take it out on myself, which I do. What would but, be one goal that she would say is unrealistic? I mean, me holding up my own achievements in comedy 
to those of people around me who've been doing it for like periods of time. Like right. it, and you know this, like this is a deep felt insecurity when someone who is younger in comedy than me is doing significantly better like that, like that, like ruins a part of my brain, which I still have trouble with. I think everybody in comedy deals and struggles with that every day of their like, don't water down my goddamn experience. With I'm not saying like it, you're unique, but you are unique in the sense of like what you're feeling personally. Like mm-hmm. you can only like feel those feelings because it's you. But I'm also saying like in a weird way, like people can also relate when they're doing comedy as well, because who hasn't in comedy felt, man, I wish I was this person or man, this person got that show. I wish I got that show. Man, they've been doing comedy half as long as I have? Yeah. What the fuck? Why not this, that, and the other thing? Bear that whole thing. that will eat you from the inside. It will. It'll just... It'll never leave. Never. Yeah, but that's... You you leave it or it'll never leave you. But I don't want to say like... And a story. You know, you're the only one that feels that way. But it is like, okay, oh, I, no, I'm not. I get, like, I get your pain, but I also don't know exactly what you're going through because you yourself only know what you're going through. I only know what I'm going through. Like, like we're we can empathize beings. to a point. Like, I can yeah. be like, hey, April, I get it. But in the end, it's like, I get it to a point, but I'm, but since I'm not you. I only get it to a point. I don't get it mm-hmm. the whole way. And that's why it's like, it's weird where you want to like give people advice, but also be like, I don't want to give you advice, but I also don't want to just be like, I see how you're going through that. Like, I get it. That's how I am all the time where like, I, I'm not like, trying to tell you what to do, but I also go, what you're telling me, I feel deeply the same way <laughs> i understand it in a way of someone who's gone through if not this then something in the same vein you mm-hmm. know and mm-hmm. i've had to learn those lessons in a difficult way as well yeah exactly okay daryl what's another insecurity deep deep insecurity um something that makes you want to cry maybe that i have a small like fear of success you know i always feel like uh. you know it's easier to to live in this weird like form of just poverty and uncertainty and just do I know if my life is going to be ever better? I don't know. Who knows? Whatever. It's like I don't like being that way anymore, especially at this stage in my life. Mm-hmm. I kind of want more like security. I kind of feel like like I still have hopes and dreams of being successful in entertainment and wanting yeah. to be like those types of things but also I'm not going to lie if I had a job that you know made six figures in some other route would I take that over this pipe dream called entertainment who's to say probably yeah it's you you you'll never know until you're in that situation that's like, one of those it's like a, it's almost in a weird way it's like I'm trying to be I'm trying to like Go towards entertainment because I'm poor. Like, if I was already successful in some other way, would I try entertainment? Who knows? Probably not. I'd probably just be that six-figure 
wage slave that just like had a a you know a house and things like that but also just house hot wife and, summer house but just basically lived for the like 2 weeks that I got on vacation There's nothing wrong with that I'm not saying like yeah people that seek that out are stupid but I feel like the reason why I'm not looking for that is because I'm still like poor and the dream of being an entertainer seems better or just seems like you have less to lose yeah I have less to lose frankly yeah for sure like yeah if I don't become this person that's you don't have much to risk no and I'm not saying like I'm like living in my car or whatever but it's still like if I stopped trying to do this would I be maybe more financially secure? Probably. There you go. Daryl's the end of the podcast. Do you have anything you want to say? Uh, I feel like uh, we've definitely hit a bunch of different tomes. Would you say that we've broken apart the ego? Yeah. And reached into what's underneath? I feel like whoever listens to this is going to be like, what the fuck? That was my goal. Daryl and April are on a different plane, and I like it. But I also am wondering why I've listened this long. Exactly. But you know what? They fucking did. They did. They did, and I thank them for that. They understand something that we also understand, maybe. Or also, maybe we're all fucking idiots. Who knows? And guys, if you want to hear more of April, of course, she's on every podcast because she does a great segment called Pitch Please. Or move, pitch, get on display, get on display, pitch, get on display. Or as many titles at this point. It's also uh, movies ain't shit but pitches from pros. Yeah. It's, we have a new one every time now. Yeah. I mean, I got bored. It's punerific, guys. It's most of my life. This has been another episode of This Comics Live. Or has it? Maybe not. Who knows? We'll never know. Peace out. That's it. Boom.